When I was growing up, being weak wasn't an option for me. I was raised where my grandmother had certain expectations of what I should know and be able to do. And I always rose to the occasion and did what she expected me to do. Even if I didn't know how to do it, I tried it. And if I did it the wrong way, she taught me the right way to do it. And she made it very clear that she wasn't going to teach me the same thing over and over again. If she wanted me to go in the kitchen and look for a particular thing that she always put in the exact place and I didn't find it, then she would always say, don't let me come in that kitchen now, girl, and find what I told you to go in there and find. And I would just wreck everything in the, in the cabinet trying to find what she asked me to find. And, and when she finally does get up and come in the kitchen and tell me that it's supposed to be where she placed it, it was always where she said it was. And all I had to do was pay attention and remember so that the next time she asked me to go in the kitchen and get something for her, for her, I was able to do it because she would pop me quickly and remind me that I shouldn't have to do everything. And see what that did for me is it made me learn how to be more self-reliant, sufficient, and to also improve my memory. Because I didn't want to get popped every time she asked me to do something. And she was always either asking or telling me to do something as a child. You see, I call this generation of people more of the powder puff generation. And I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad or hurt your feelings or anything like that. And if I offend you, I'm sorry, just turn this podcast off because I'm not going to gauge of the information that I'm providing so that it can soothe you and make you feel good. If I can put something out here that's going to help you, that's what I'm going to do. So to all of you who are still listening, let's proceed. You see, when I was growing up, there were some things that my grandmama made me do. For example, I can remember being about 13 and below walking outside to the clothesline when it was freezing outside, holding the basket so that she could take the clothes out the basket and put them on the clothesline so that the air could dry them. Now, it was freezing outside. She, we'd take these clothes, bring them in the house and let the, let the fireplace dry them out. But I learned early how to get up early in the morning. And uh, we had a washer, but we didn't have a dryer. And uh, she didn't feel like we needed one because she knew she was able to go out and hang the clothes on the line and she had us. And so she did just that. And I can remember going out there, hanging the clothes on the line. And I did this for so many years and I was accustomed to it. And when she got sick, that's exactly what I did. When my grandmother had uh, her, her moment of affliction, I can remember having to wash the clothes in the washer, just as she showed me measuring off the uh, washing powder and washing the clothes and hanging them out exactly as she taught me to hang them out. In fact, I can remember the very first time I, I hung the clothes out on the line without her telling me to or asking me. And she told me and she laughed. She said, girl, it looked like scarecrows on that on that clothesline. And I couldn't do anything but laugh because the clothes did look like scarecrows because I had them hanging all kind of ways. But she later taught me the proper way to hang the clothes on the line. And I learned. And so what I'm trying to say is, ladies, we don't want to be a generation of needy women. Have you ever right now? I want you to think about a woman in your life that, you know, that's just needy. 
I mean, when I say needy, there are women who are so needy that they're needy when it comes to compliments. They're needy when it comes to sending out text messages. Have you ever had a woman that's always sending out text messages to reply alls and she want to get responses from everybody and she want everybody to know that other people are responding so that it can be pressure placed on you for you to say something? I hate reply all messages, y'all. I really do. And now that I know the right way to do stuff when it comes to texting and going on, that's exactly what I do. Because I never want to be labeled as a needy woman. I think the worst thing about being a needy woman is when you're a needy woman and a man knows you're a needy woman. Think about some of these uh, stories you've heard about men who divorce women because they were so needy. And then the men marrying other women and then the new wife can't stand the ex-wife because the ex-wife is so doggone needy. And see, when we don't deal with those things, learning how to do little basic things. For example, if your car breaks down and you don't have the money to fix it or go out and get get another car, then guess what? You've got to find and make alternative arrangements to get to work. Now, a smart lady is going to always have a good friend. And I'm not talking about of the opposite sex, y'all. Now, some of y'all who are single, you can have friends of the opposite sex. And you can have them too as a married person, but y'all need to be having these friends together. You understand? Anyway, more on that later. But the point I'm trying to make is a smart lady does not wait until she needs somebody before she asks for certain favors or asks for help. You should be investing in your help bank. For example, you shouldn't wait until you have kids before you keep somebody else's kids sometimes. You shouldn't wait until your car breaks down before you offer to give somebody else a ride or offer them the ride. Sometimes I'll ask my neighbor, girl, I'm going to Walmart. You want to ride with me? Is it something you need or whatever? You can ride with me. And each time those neighbors will always say, girl, yeah, I want to go to Walmart. I just didn't want to crank up that car and drive up there. And guess what that does? If something happens to my car and I need a ride, guess who I can call? Not saying that I'm entitled to her car or her time, but people are most likely to help you when you have tried to help other people long before you need them. But you've got these needy women. Every time you turn around, they're needing something. Oh, my child need a coat. I couldn't buy a coat because I didn't have enough money to buy a coat. I don't know about y'all, but I've been to the Goodwill and the Goodwill has some nice clothing, coats, anything you want, anything you can imagine, anything. You can find it in the Goodwill and you can find it for pennies on the dollar. And all you have to do is take it, get home and wash it in some Woolite or some sun or whatever, Purex, whatever kind of uh, cheap detergent. If you can't afford it, buy that stuff and get that thing out of the wash and hang it up. And the next thing you know, you got a coat for less than a dollar too. And then there are donation places you can go to and get what you need. But sometimes needy women who are constantly looking for compassion, looking for empathy, looking for somebody to fill their void of need, don't understand the value in being self-reliant and self-sufficient. Because a lot of these men run off y'all because we're too needy. Because if you if you pay attention, the more independent a woman is, 
you're pretty much magnetic to the opposite sex because we live in a time where some women, they don't even know how to solve a problem without somebody else giving them advice on how to solve it. We've got to learn how to think for ourselves and do that necessary shadow work and deal with our inner dragons so that we can be self-positive, self-actualized human beings and live lives that we can be proud of and we can enjoy. You know, needy women don't know how to enjoy spending time with themselves. That's why you find women who have kids by like seven, eight, nine, ten different men. Because when one relationship ended, they went and got with another man and had another baby. And then when that relationship ended, they got with another man and had a man. And when you go back and talk to these women, because I've talked to some of them, they will tell you, you know what? If I could go back, I would have spent some time with myself before I start getting with all these men and having all these kids by these different men. So that's why I want to say this to all of you, whether you're married or single, whatever. You've got to learn how to enjoy spending time with yourself first. I'm going to tell y'all a little secret. I've been married for 14 years, but long before I got married, I lived in a little bitty apartment in Mississippi by myself. And on the, during the holidays, when I stayed in my little apartment, I would bake my little food as if I was cooking for an army. Because I learned early how to enjoy spending time with myself. How are you going to learn how to love yourself when you don't know how to enjoy the solitude of spending time alone? You see, when you spend time alone, most of the time, that's guaranteed peace. You don't have to go in the kitchen and flour any chicken so that you, you can fry it for somebody to eat. There's nobody tugging on your leg, wanting you to make them a sandwich. And I did mean to say sandwich instead of sandwich. You don't have anybody calling you, asking you to pick up a rotisserie chicken on your way home from work when, when you don't have. Let me tell you something, ladies. When you get an opportunity to spend time with yourself, learn how to value and appreciate that time, especially if you're single. I hear single women say all the time, I need a man. Where all the good man, where all the good men at? And yes, they say at at the end of the sentence. Okay. Where, why haven't I gotten a husband yet? Okay, that's why you haven't gotten a husband yet. Because you're sitting there waiting instead of taking this time to get closer to God, work on yourself, work on those feet, if they're a little crusty at the bottom. Work on those nails of yours. It doesn't cost anything but maybe 50 cents or a dollar to get a file and file them down. Work on your health. If you want to get rid of some pounds, because honey, after you get married, it's so much easier to gain weight because you're eating every time they eat and you're eating when you're cooking. And these are just facts. Facts. This will keep you from being a needy woman. And so, ladies, this is what I want you to keep in mind. I want you to ask yourself, how do I feel? When I spend time by myself, how many of you, this is a good question too. How many of you have ever gone to the movies by yourself? And if you have gone by yourself, how did you feel when you went by yourself? Was it because you was mad at your husband or mad at your boyfriend or trying to make a point? 
Or did you go because there was actually a day when you just wanted to spend some time with yourself and go to the movie theater, one of those nice ones, and buy that box of overpriced popcorn and that uh, syrupy Coca-Cola drink and just sit there and enjoy yourself? And how about this? When was the last time you ordered a pizza that you liked and spent time alone or took a day, got up early in the morning, went to your favorite restaurant for breakfast and just decided to take yourself to a shopping center and just look around and take your time looking through places. You don't have to buy anything, but learning how to spend time with yourself. Because the one thing that I can guarantee you is that you will always have you. There is no guarantee that just because you've been married for so many years that that man is going to be want to be married to you the next year. There's no guarantee that you will ever get married. And that's not a bad thing because we shouldn't want anything that's not God's will for us. And some of you that are married and don't want to be, you really need to learn how to enjoy spending time alone. Because sometimes reconnecting with yourself will help you realize, hey, why am I operating in this toxic situation? And then you can ask the Lord to help deliver you out of that purgatory. So ladies, we've got to learn how to love ourselves and enjoy spending time with ourselves so that we don't become needy. When you know how to spend time with yourself, you don't bother your husband all the time when you're married. My husband will tell you in a minute. That when I wake up, I wake up with the chickens, he liked to say. And by the time he gets up in the morning, I have done more than a lot of people do in a whole day. And that's because I get that quiet time in the morning. And y'all late at night too. You know, when the whole house is quiet, everybody goes to bed. You still have a few things that tidying up that you may have to do or whatever, but that's the best time for me to go, go through my clothes or read something that I've been wanting to read. One of my favorite magazines that I like to sit down and enjoy and eat me some tortilla chips and sip on me a little lemonade with my little lemon pulp in it. Y'all, I like to make semi-homemade country time lemonade and I can make it good too with that lemon a uh, fresh squeezed lemon I put in there with a little extra sugar and the pulp from the lemon. But anyway, I'm getting off of course here. The point I'm trying to make, if y'all want to usher in good relationships and be a good friend to people when you get with them instead of, you know how you get with somebody as a friend and they're clingy and they're worsome. It's because they never learned how to enjoy being alone. There's some people that women that never learned how to enjoy the fruitfulness and the solitude and tranquility that comes from being alone. And if you can't do that, I want you to try to work toward that. Because there are some people that say, you don't want to go to the game with us. Why you don't want to go to the game with us? Let's see. Well, first of all, I don't watch sports like that. And secondly of all, why would I leave the comfort of my plush carpet and cozy recliner chair with my soft Berkshire oversized throw to go sit in the freezing cold and eat some questionable nachos 
where you're wondering whether they actually wash their hands or not and possibly go use public restroom facilities when I can stay right here and eat me some greens and cornbread with some fried chicken and some hot sauce and maybe some cha-cha and some sweet potatoes, sweet potato yams. So I'm just saying there is so much to enjoy about learning how to spend time with yourself so that you're not needy. And people will say all the time, it's hard to get you out of the house. It's not that I don't like to go anywhere because I travel internationally. I like to go and do things, but I make sure that I'm comfortable at home so that when I'm by myself, I can enjoy being alone. So ladies, let's work on enjoying and loving ourselves in such a way that we have peace when we're alone. And then when we get with somebody, that makes it even better because you have had that time to be alone. A lot of women who have children very early in their lives, the first thing that they say to me is, you know, I never got a chance to know what it was like to live by myself, to be alone. And one of the things my godmother said to me, and this was, uh, this was my white mama that helped me so much in life. She said, I want you to know what it's like to live alone and to live on your own so that if you ever have to go back to it, you're not afraid to. And I realized why she wanted me to learn this. Number one, she went straight from her parents' house into marriage into being a mother. Even though she's so thankful for being a mother and being married, because she's been married over 50-something years now, she still thinks back on what it may have been like to have had that time to be alone. Because I can honestly tell y'all, I, I wouldn't change being on my own, that experience getting into my first apartment, sleeping on the floor, waiting for my gas to get turned on, working my little job, going and buying my little groceries. And, and there's something about learning how to be fulfilled without having to be dependent on the ideals or the attitudes of other people. So ladies, let's work on not being needy. This message is not for those of you who are not needy. Now, this message is for the people who are needy. And this is also for people who may have forgotten what it's like to enjoy spending time with yourself. And if you want to have a little time, you know, work on trying to reconnect with yourself. Find out what you like. I can remember uh, one day when I was at work couple of years ago, uh, all I wanted was a fried bologna sandwich and I wanted the red rind to still be on it. And at that time, I didn't want Oscar Mayer bologna. I wanted a uh, Brian bologna and Brian bologna was the bologna that I grew up eating because Brian Foods was located uh, within proximity of uh, where I grew up in Mississippi. And so can you imagine my joy and surprise when I got off work one day and I stopped to get me a fresh loaf of light bread? Now, those of you from the deep south, you know what light bread is, honey. It's that soft white bread. 
And when I got that white bread, I said, you know what? Let me go and see I, if they don't have. I'm just going to get what they have over here. And when I got over there to that meat aisle over there and I saw that they had brine bologna, y'all. And I'm getting real southern and in touch with my roots here. When I saw that they had brine bologna, I likely did a dance in that aisle in Walmart. I grabbed that bologna, came home Friday, made me a big picture of that delicious Kool-Aid I like, tropical punch and cherry mixed together with just a, a, a cup. Well, I had a gallon thing, so it was a, a, a just a little bit of cup and a half, one, two, no, two cups and a half of sugar. And I melted. Now, when you make Kool-Aid, y'all, and I'm going to say this and get off this podcast, if you mix Kool-Aid or you use any type of country time lemonade, make sure you boil the water on the stove and you make sure that it's really boiling hot and you mix the sugar and water and mix all together while it's boiling hot. And then you mix the rest of the uh, water with it, you know, that you get out your sink or whatever, because that makes all the make everything mix together perfectly and then you put your little lemon in there if you want to I don't put lemon in my uh kool-aid but uh just so that you know that's a little tip anyway let me get off this podcast it's 21 minutes but I wanted to share this with y'all make sure you don't become a needy woman don't nobody like needy folks think about it so I just want to make sure that I can encourage you on your journey today God bless you and when was the last time you had a really good bologna sandwich ladies